This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Department of Agriculture has announced the first recipients of a half a billion dollar rural health care initiative. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel has more. A USDA official says the funds that were set aside in the American Rescue Plan are to help rural communities make long-term investments and build infrastructure in health care. Today, the Department of Agriculture has announced $43 million in rural health care grants to 93 rural health care organizations and community groups across 22 states. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says the American Rescue Plan set aside $500 million to create the Emergency Rural Health Care Grant Program. The program is divided sort of into two pots of money. $350 million of that $500 million is going to be used to help rural hospitals and local communities increase access earlier to vaccines and testing and medical supplies to expand telehealth opportunities as well. And these resources can also be used for the construction and renovation of rural health care facilities. Vilsack says half of the money is designated to help rural communities plan for future health care investments. Our $125 million is going to be provided in grants to plan and implement models that will help us figure out how best to create a long-term viable health care system in rural places and to create and strengthen networks that will allow rural providers to collectively address the challenges they face from a health care perspective. USDA says more funding will be announced in the coming months. For AgriPulse, I'm Hannah Pagel. The Biden administration's announcement that E15 will be available this summer has many looking to the future of the fuels policy debate. The Biden administration is using emergency authority to enact the waiver after the court struck down the Trump administration's approach to the issue last year. Minnesota House Democrat Angie Craig has introduced legislation to codify the change into law and prevent the need for emergency action. She says the effort has growing momentum in Congress. This has been an active part of the mix for the last several weeks. Speaker Pelosi, I think, said the word uh, ethanol four or five times in front of me in the last few weeks. People would come up to me on the House floor and ask me to tell them more about ethanol. From a lobbying standpoint, Growth Energy CEO Emily Score says the industry will now have more time to focus on a legislative strategy. I think now that we've got the summer and we know that we've got a little bit of time to do some work with Congress, I think we just, we've just we got to go back and revisit with our bipartisan champions and, and see what the path forward looks like. There's more about the E15 rollout in our coverage on agripulse.com. Finally today, food waste presents multiple issues for agriculture, but solutions could have multiple benefits. AgriPulse's Amy Mayer has more. From farm fields to consumers' kitchens, food loss has implications for human health and the planet. Tufts University food policy professor Patrick Webb says there's a double whammy effect, whether food is lost at harvest, spoils in the market, or gets thrown away at home. Around 40% of all the vitamins, all the nutrients, that were produced in those foods are simply lost to the consumer. That's not just a tragedy, that is an economic inefficiency that cannot be allowed to continue. Webb spoke during a Farm Journal Foundation-sponsored webinar that took a global view, but the U.S. reality also got attention. University of Alabama Extension agent Olivia Fuller says many of the farmers in her region can't feed their own families. Improved efficiencies would help them financially and nutritionally. If we can just help them get the resources that they need to be able to grow the most food, the most fruits and vegetables that they can, 
on the amount of space that they have. And even with genetics coming into play so that they can pick the best varieties of things that will thrive in our changing environment and changing climate. The discussion included engineering and transportation in addition to farming and food processing. Webb says finding solutions will take all kinds of people. But this is a space crying out for new ideas, innovation, energy, and encouraging governments to make and businesses to make the right investments. Amy Mayer, AgriPulse. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farm and ranch families care about their communities. Through the Harvest for All program, Farm Bureau donated the equivalent of 30.5 million meals in 2021. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.